Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pop Culture Council, the podcast where we talk about books, games, TV shows, movies, theatre and everything in between. I am your host Tyler and as always I'm joined by my co-hosts Chabu and Jordan. Nice to see you guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. We're always good. Yeah. <laughs> never bad, never Love sad. It. Well, let's let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing today? Today, because we enjoyed ourselves so much last week. We're coming back for the next installment of the Hunger Games series, Catching Fire this time. Part two. Yeah, let's do it in the same way we did the first one. So we'll watch, we'll go away, watch. Let's do before the games and after the games again. Yeah. So okay. go away, watch Heart like, around half the movie. So then come back and discuss everything that happens before the games this time around. And then come back for the second half in part two of the pod. Sounds good. All right, let's do it. Uh, wait, before we start, how do you guys like Catching Fire? Are you familiar with the story? I am. I'm quite familiar with the story. I quite like it. Good book, good film. Well, Tyler and I were speaking just a bit before, but I think like I think well, we both kind of agreed like there's nothing quite like the first of something where it's the original. But from what I remember, anyway, I do quite like it. So. I don't know if I've ever watched it. Really? Yeah. I, I I'm definitely sure I've read all the books, but I don't remember the story at all. But from what I know of the premise, I don't think it's a very good idea. I don't oh, really like it. Oh interesting. So I'll have to see. I mean, but this this pod isn't gonna be like a deep dive into the plots or anything. It's just gonna be like our thoughts on the movie, right? Yeah, as yeah. we watch it. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we'll find out. What about you, Tyler? Yeah, kinda like I was saying before we, we jumped on. I think the first one is the like the idea in its purest form. Mm. So it's like, like I'd hear a conversation about everyone saying all the subsequent stories are kind of just cash grabs for because there was hype from the first one or whatever. But I do personally think that this one builds quite quite massively on the story, like the wider kind of context of the world. And it, it makes sense for the characters to go where they go and do what they do. So I really like the plot and I, I like this one, the, both the book and the movie. But yeah, I, I I think the first one is the idea in its purest form. So yeah, I've got I've, I've I I do like the out of games stuff, which obviously we'll talk a bit more about. But especially before they go into the games in this one, I do yeah. really like what what it builds for the outer world and what it means for the current characters and the almost like the political climate of the world and stuff. So yeah. I think it does build on that quite nicely. But we will talk about that more. So it seems like this one's going to be quite important to know about for songbirds and snakes when we go in the future i definitely say so yeah well not really though because songbirds and snakes is prequel isn't it yeah i guess it's more just like oh like this is i can see how it got to there oh yeah that no that's fair. That yeah sense. that makes sense yeah. right yeah okay yeah you learn more about outside of the games and all of that kind of but yeah let's get into it and uh, just do it and come back see you in a sec see you soon guys and we're back <laughs> And we're back. First half down, or just over the first half down. It's uh, it's more than half, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, just over half. The cannon's gone off, and we're waiting for them to go into the arena. But we've seen the whole build up, the the spark of rebellion being ignited within the pre match. Pre match build up. Yeah, basically <laughs> for the football uh, football fans with wider political implications. <laughs> They do a really good job of building the like the support for the rebellion. Like we hate snow, we hate the game makers, we hate the games. It's really good because that's the whole point of this, right? It's like the beginning of the rebellion. They yeah. do it really. It good. all started with Katniss's little speech foible in District Eleven. She couldn't just leave well enough alone, and it's just led to death and the addition of yeah. So they're back. So depends how you look at it, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, it depends. Like, yeah, some would argue it needs to happen. Or... Yeah, but it's true. I mean, I was getting frustrated with her when she was making the speech because it's yeah. just like you're just thinking about yourself in the moment. You're not thinking about the wider stuff. And then she's crying. You're bigger him. than this. No. Yeah, it's like when and Hamish kind of took them aside after that and he was like he knows how to play the game he's been doing this for however long now so yeah it's and I don't mind the whole let's be rebellious and stoke up support and stuff yeah but it's more do it thought thought out yeah be thoughtful about it yeah as opposed to just okay I'm gonna do what Snow says oh in the moment I was thinking about Rue oh my gosh I'm gonna let me do and let me do this oh no Hamish help me I don't know what I just did like yeah. it's just, I don't I don't think she was doing it intentionally, though. I don't think she was trying to raise any any rebellion or anything. Point, I think that's exactly the point Jabby's making. Yeah, that's the point. As uh, in, like, in the she, if you're gonna speak out and do go against no, be thought out about it. Don't just in the moment because it's such a big like the moment is so it's so much more than just you. And you, so in the moment, she only thought about how she felt about Rue's family. She doesn't, kind of she's thing. like, yeah, she's just not prepa- equipped or prepared for the symbol that she now is. She doesn't really know. What which, she is, is. She, which is why she should have told Hamish about Snow coming to talk to her. But she doesn't know what she's doing. Like, this is the first time she's never done this before. She thought she was doing the right thing. And then someone got shot. And now then she's that like, triggered it, yeah. Hamish, yeah. there was a big turning point for her, I think. Yeah. Because initially she was like, I need to start being more straight and narrow, like doing what Snow told me. And then things started to go wrong anyway. And I think it turned back for her, especially when Ayo was getting flogged on TV. She was like, I need to. I think especially, and, and with the, the quarter quell new, them mm. coming back into the game. Because at that point, it's just like, okay, we're done now. What we can't. It's trained killers in the ring. Yeah. Like, Do you know how angry I would be? Especially if you won last year. <sighs> I'd be so And upset. you're the only person... So there's no... you get the only choice in your... What would they have done if they hadn't have won, I wonder? Would they have... Yeah, it would have been a different type of quarter quell. No, but I'm saying, like, say it was Haymitch, and then, say, District 12 the year before hadn't have... Say all things happened except for... That would they have just picked a random civilian like they normally do for the female and then use Haymitch for the male? No, I'm the reason they, the reason they're doing the quarter quell is because of, is it's because, because of them. but I'm more just thinking... But I'm saying they would have... Like, it's just... The quarter quell is just, like, a special event of some kind. They would have just made a different one. I know what I'm trying to say is <laughs> okay so for example okay so maybe not district 12 then but say district 10 there'd never been a female winner yeah, or a male it, that's what I'm trying to say with the, in this specific scenario I, I think they probably would have just done a different quarter quell yeah no, if say but every, they wouldn't have done it if, it if it wasn't there they just wouldn't have if done there it. wasn't at least one option they just wouldn't have done they would have chosen a different way to do it I do think. you think so I think, I think yeah so. sorry that's what I was trying to say from the start wait so you think regardless so so you think if there was no one in district five or district six for like the female choice but there was for everyone else they would have just not done it at all yeah because there's no choice yeah i think so yeah that's why that's why i take from it yeah for sure but if they had to do it they would have probably done two males or two i thought females. they was taking a civilian no nah, i don't think so that's unfair. It kind of defeats the whole point of the of it being victim. The, yeah, that's then that civilian's defo dying. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I just yeah. an eleven-year-old kid. Do you imagine how scared you would be in the ring with like twenty-three Train. other victors, victors of the Hunger Games? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Eleven-year-old, just <laughs> <laughs> my god. 
But the brother and sister, that's rough to go in there with your sibling. They, they, they kind of sure they volunteered. I think they wanted to. Well, what's their plan? Like, are they going to kill each other off at the end? Or are they going to like, kind of like go back to back and start fighting off whatever yeah. the game makers throw at them until one of them fall? That's what I, that's what I probably would do if I had to. That's what we're doing, Jod. I guess. So, yeah. If it's just the we, two of you left, you just wait until... We go to the end and then try and defend each other as best as we can. Yeah, that's a fair point. And then if one, whoever dies just dies. But Na- we natural selection. Yeah, but, but you try and protect. But you're person. protecting each other. Me and Jordan would be the first two cannons. In this. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. I wouldn't even get off the podium. <laughs> that's what I was like, Jordan would just drown. Jordan would <laughs> drown. That's just what I was gonna drown. say. Jordan would step off the podium early and just get blown up. <laughs> I'd be like. Yeah. I was also thinking, like in this one, if you jump into the water early, do you think it's like electricity in the water? Probably, maybe? yeah. Or someone just shoots you, maybe. Ranger Rick comes in. <laughs> Ranger Rick, Batman. What's his? Oh, what's his actual name? Do you remember the new head peacekeeper? Yeah, in the guy who was in District Twelve, like heading up there. Can't remember his name. Batman. I just remember him as Batman. Said his name. It just sounds like Batman. Thorn or something like that. The way he was talking was very Batman-y. Clear the square. <laughs> new plan. <laughs> Straight to the train. <laughs> She's an agitator. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Them living in Victor Village is like a bunch of those houses just vacant because that's in District 12. They build a Victor Village in every district and then people just don't live there. I, I, so. I would have thought they built houses for the Victors. I think they probably have a surplus amount of houses, but then when they start getting filled up, they build another like one. Like District, district, one, one, and district one and two have like cities. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's like Victor City. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the build up for this. As I said earlier, I really like the build up for it. really kind of raises the stakes almost for the rebellion being the un the underpin like not underpinning but almost the background kind of is brewing and even in the interviews where everyone is saying their specific thing to actively try and stop the game from work happening and all that kind of thing I think it as much as I do really like the first one and how the build up is for that I think this one adds a new dynamic to it which is nice which I appreciate the first one is very much like an introduction to the world, I suppose, whereas this is like a continuation. It's deep in the world now. And the first one is kind of more like personal to Katniss's story, whereas this, yes, Katniss is still the focal point, but it's about her, the impact she is having on the kind of domino effect she's having on the wider kind of country. And Snow called it like at the end of the last one, he was fuming about how she'd ended it. And it's, it's pain, like it's coming true what he thought was going to happen. People are rebelling. People are fighting. That was so her little presentation thing where she strung up that mannequin. Yeah, that was really haunting cool. almost. Yeah, very good idea. I was thinking though, another big middle finger to the game makers <laughs> from her. I was thinking it to actually squash a rebellion in in the situation the capital feel like they're in. The more you terrorize people and you burn their stuff and you tear down their houses to the ground, they'll get to a point where they have nothing more to fight for. As in, no, sorry, they have nothing more to lose. And so the only thing they have, all they have left is literally themselves and maybe their family and friends. And then at that point, it's like you're forcing them to then fight back. Mm. Whereas trying to just keep status quo, even raise living standards a tiny bit, but still keeping them under control makes them more grateful. Do you know what I mean? It lulls them into a false sense of security. I agree. And they talk about that a lot when they're saying fear is not enough to keep people in line. Yeah. I think that's what they're talking about. But I guess the other side of that coin is if they feel like they hand them, give them something, 
then they're going to expect more and then they're going to expect more that and is they're true. going to expect more. So like you said, the best thing to do is just keep the status quo as best you can. And then just add time, give them tiny little perks, which aren't like actually material and anything, but make them feel like they're exactly as opposed to just trying to squash them into the ground. Cause in what they're doing, no human can live in that situation. Other, like you might as well just kill them because then they will just end up fighting back. Yeah. But it was just a thought I was having when they were like, it makes a lot of sense. Them out. But I guess the idea is to like take away all their hope and their will, and they're like, they can't do anything. They can't fight back. There's no point. They may as well do what we say to, so that they they can have an easier life. I suppose it's true. Uh, history just doesn't support that. Though. Not at all. <laughs> but it, it's a, it, in theory, it makes sense. Though, Theoretically, yeah. yeah. But how, how how do you uh, how do you guys feel about Gale and the whole situation and the love triangle? Katniss just having a cake and eating it with both of them, man. It's horrible. <laughs> it's not nice. Both of them like her, and then she's just kind of using them. Both. I feel bad for Peter because it's like, yeah, if my memory serves right, they end up together anyway. Spoilers, spoilers. But yeah, it's just like, do you not feel she, bad for Gail though? But she like she clearly really likes Gail. But Peter, it's like. Do you like me or do you not? It's like more playing with the feelings. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. It's not nice for Gail to see them kissing on TV, getting married and all of this kind of thing. But he knows as, it's part uh, of for, for, yeah, as much as he knows, like as much as it's like not very nice to see, he knows it's a game, like playing the game or whatever. So yeah, that makes sense. Deep down, he still believes, whether it's true or not, he still believes, oh, Katniss, like really. But Peter's like, oh, sometimes she likes me sometimes. So I feel a bit, a bit worse for him. She's like, oh. And he's a really good guy as well. Don't, don't leave me. She, he's yeah. like always but it's just like you need to protect your oh, I don't only want to be in there with you and all of this kind of thing I don't think she's lying I, I, yeah I think she's genuinely confused that's the other thing I, I, like I don't think she's lying that's the but she is also having her cake and eating it it's not it's from a male perspective though isn't it yeah but I think if Katniss was a guy I'd be like oh, can't really be playing them like that that's true so that's fair but also she's about like her head must be fried like she's about to die but then you did see though when peter was asked to unzip joanna yeah Johanna, yeah yeah um For the district, district seven. seven yeah she looked she didn't look very happy that peter was she if you i don't know if you were watching her face she looked a bit like mm. i think she was just more uncomfortable about the situation in general more than uh, uh, did, was she looking when, at him when 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 she said can you unzip me she looked specifically at peter and was like Obviously, I'm very much reading into it, but I noticed it and I was like, she doesn't look very... She looks like more than just uncomfortable. She look, yeah. But I might have just misread whatever. I guess she's confused. Like I said. I mean, it's an adequate situation to be confused in. <laughs> to be it? fair, I think she's holding it together pretty well. <laughs> There's a lot going on, all yeah. things considered. It's true. Of all of the tributes she's going through the most, Snow comes to her house, threatens her family... Someone gets shot as a result of her emotional outburst. She has to keep it all together. Now she has to marry this guy she doesn't really like. She failed in the, the facade Snow asked her to put on as well. He just, shook, he just shook her head. Next thing she knows, back in the games. She's, <laughs> the next thing she knows. She, I, would, I, I would be breaking down if I was her. And before she even goes into the game, she has to watch her best friend in the capital get beat up by the peacekeepers and there's nothing she can do. Sinner. Why don't That's... more people commit suicide? In the games in the games or going into the games in the capital hope hope of winning yeah that's a very good point 
All right, President Snow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. There has to be one winner. It could could be you. Could be. If I'm like, I'll die anyway, so I might as well. But on the way you'll die. Yeah. That's what would scare me. It's like the potential way that I could die. Yeah. Head bashed in or with a brick or something. <laughs> <laughs> blunt, like blunt force like trauma. Those wasps in the last one yeah. that just come and just sting you to death. Oh, like come on. painful. Tracker jackers. Not nice. In this one, there's even... Oh, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. But yeah, it's not nice. The, oh, man, the, the arena in this one as well. Like when you, If you come up into something like that, would you swim away from the thing or would you try and go... It, what, into the, where the... Yeah, the cornucopia in the middle. I don't know what's behind them. I don't think there's anything behind them. There's like beach and stuff. Oh, behind them. And, and like it goes into forest. like forest. Yeah, I don't know. Like tropical rainforest. Because it, swimming is so much... Qu- Do you know what, actually? I think I would swim towards it because it's probably easier to escape. You just go underwater. Like, you see someone coming, you just duck underwater. It's very hard to kill someone underwater and then you Brown, swim. Though. Someone could just shove you. Like, but if you because, are you're separa- because you're separated by those... By the rocks. I think. Oh, it's- can't you swim to the rocks and run? I think that's what they do, actually. Uh, they yeah, swim they to do. the rock yeah. and then run. I think. I think I would actually potentially do it because... There's more ways of escaping as opposed to it just being flat ground. But remember in Hamish's briefing as well, he's talking about Finnick and how he's like specially good in water and stuff like that. Those Killing things are going through your head. Yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of see if Finnick's near you. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Everyone's running and Finnick's just like going through the water like some kind of speed <laughs> Like a dolphin. Or... I like Finnick a lot, actually. I liked his little interaction with Katniss before the he's playing the game. I would probably go towards the cornucopia as well, no matter what the arena was, because it's like you either get lucky and you're set up for the whole game or you die quickly and it's kind of over. That's, yeah. That would be my perspective. What also a quick question I had is what would sn- like when Snow showed that video of Katniss and Gail kissing, was that just as a threat to be like, I know you like Gail, so I'll kill him as well? Yeah. Or is it more just was it to use that video for something else? To I, like discredit her, maybe I don't know. I think it was no... to prove that he knows that she likes him. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was like I'll leak this. Okay. He has no. But there's nothing that will that he'll gain from. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. when she did come back to see Gail, she did say he threatened to kill you. That's true. So I guess that must have been that. It's like, oh yeah, I know you are indifferent to Peter, and I know who you actually like. So. Yeah. The real turning point was the interviews where they all started holding hands and even and they're talking about the baby and all. That. Even the though, baby was so smart. Yeah. Yeah, Peter's quite Peter's clever. But they can just discredit that with science. But they never did it. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know. But yeah, like it even turned the capital on the on the government, which is smart. Yeah. But <sighs> Snow's will prevails. Do you think ooh, do you think that their baby would have to go into the reaping? If they had, if they did have a kid. Two victors had a kid, do you think they'd be yeah, I think. Well, from what I remember from the book I think your name goes in once a year or only once and it stays in there once. But every time you have to ask for food or you get more food, you have to put your name in to, again. To I, put think, more food. I think when you're 11, it goes in once. When you're 12, it goes in twice, 13, three times, 14, four times. But then the food adds extra as well as that. Which is why Gail was at like 50 billion or something. <laughs> and, and, so, and It was so, all Gail and, so and Peter. And so I'm guessing that... Um, if you're the child of a victor, either you don't go in at all or you're just in very minimal, minimal, like in a minimal amount of times because your parents probably won't need to ask for food. Yeah, you'd probably be in the minimum amount of times. So you're not worried. 
Or you don't go in at all, but I'm not sure. It's so unlikely you'll ever get picked, but when your name gets read out, it's just a long day for you. Because like there, there Prim was in there once. Minus like a 0.01% chance of you getting picked. But then when you get picked, now it's 100%. That's yeah. it. You're done. No one's volunteering go. for you as well. <laughs> no one cares about you. You're <laughs> no. the oldest. <laughs> oh, man. Even if you're the youngest, like your, your brothers and sisters don't want to die. So. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> Unless your brother or sister is Katniss. Unless it's Katniss. Or, but it, what if it was Jordan? Would you uh Do you know what? You just life? you don't know, do you? You just don't know until you're in that situation. Or I, would you give your life for Jordan? I, I would say outright, I would actually say no, I wouldn't. But I don't know if I would. <laughs> so it's a bit like the other way around to what you would expect. Okay. I don't know if there's anyone I would give my life for in that situation. What about Tyler? It's a bit crazy. If I don't know. I don't know. If your sibling is like the lowest age you can be and you're like the highest age you can be, it's a bit like... Ugh. You might as well because it's like the chances of you surviving are just... Yeah, they're higher. But you're never going in again. If you're the oldest, you've escaped your younger siblings in, you're out now. And it's like, ah, I could, I could, I'm done. Like, I don't ever have to worry about this again. Can you volunteer if you're like 25? Nah. No. Unless it's like quarter quail like this, where it's like from an existing pool of it or something like that. Sure. You, you can only volunteer up to 18 I'm pretty sure or 17 or whatever the age is any other feelings about number two anything that happened I wonder what the previous quarter quills were I think it's like document I think they, they say it in the book I can't remember what it is exactly mm. but they definitely say what they were to like explain what a quarter quell is I have to look into that interesting a special event yeah but now I'm ready to watch the uh, watch it yeah same let's get into it all right, see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Ooh. I think that's, that's your goal, mate. We're back. And we are back. We finished. We finished the movie. The Mockingjay Rises. Interesting ending. How did you feel about it? Because you, you didn't know, did you? Yeah. I didn't know. But I did. I always had a feeling about Plu Pluto. Plutonium. Plutarch. Petrie. <laughs> Petrov. The game maker. Like, he when he when when they were dancing at the party, it was like, he's not really the bad guy. It didn't come across that way. Yeah. What about when they were in the games? Did you think maybe he is actually the bad guy? I did, yeah. When, especially when they were spinning and then she went in the sea. And it was... Yeah, it was interesting games. Surprised it lasted as long as it did. Because you knew, didn't you, John? Yeah, I knew. So it, were you just saying it for effect when you were like, they want to kill them in their sleep with the fog and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I was looking at you and you looked confused. I was more just going along with it. Okay. I was like, I was just acting as if I was watching it for the first time. Right, just right. enjoying the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an enjoyable movie. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. I think this one's really good. It captures the political scene really nicely while the, the excitement of, of the games where you're a watcher. and I think it's a very good in-between movie. It does well to build up to the next thing. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's, it sits fine on its own, but it's very much a what's next now kind of thing. Whereas the first one could have sat on its own. Easily. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Could easily have been one and done. Yeah. But the second one sets up for the third one. You have to have the third to. one with the second yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the second of the trilogy for sure. So it's kind of like it, it. the first one wraps it up nicely, but there very well could be a sequel. Yeah. It's like Harry Potter one. I agree. What happens next? There's no sequel. Oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, they could have left it on this. On this. Like, no. It would have sucked, but it would have been like, ooh, you know, 
And then everyone could have come up with fan fiction about what happens. You can, but you're just not going to. That's pretty much what yeah. Game of Thrones has done. They've just not created the last, like, two books. <laughs> yeah, he's weak. been writing it for, like, <laughs> 50 billion years. <laughs> so the, all the tributes, or well, half of the tributes, had teamed up to, in the name of the revolution, to kind of defy Snow and fight against the real enemy. Do you think it was wise to not tell Katniss? She's too emotional. She would have let it slip yeah, somehow. I or... think it was wise. Do you think they told Peter? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Peter would have told Katniss. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So everyone was in on it except Peter and Katniss. Which is probably the smartest thing because they are the, like, f- she's the focal point and they are the spark that lights the fire. That She's not trying to do Star Wars yeah. quotes. Um, the... <laughs> do, Effie doesn't know. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Do we see Effie again in the third one? Yeah, yeah she, yeah, yeah, she is, isn't it? I looked up the actress and she's in both of them. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, you do. Haymitch, man. Guy knows what he's doing. When do you think this whole thing started? Like, has it been brewing for oh, years? Oh, the rebellion. That's a really good, that's a really oh. good question. Are they no. taking advantage of the mocking J symbol? I think it's that. And the quarter quell and everything coming together. I think but, once that mobilized, they, they started. But then if District 13 is a thing, does that mean they've been planning it from before to have known or did it all just happen, happen to come together at the same time? Or I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, I agree. The quarter quell. Well, you, you don't think before? No, it seems very well thought out, but also not very well thought out as well. Like To rely on someone to remove the chip yeah. in the games, there's so much Got lucky. potential that could not. Yeah. And then if the games had gone on any longer and they realised you didn't have the chip, then something would have happened. Yeah, so much. Because of the variables that are at play. It actually probably worked out as best as they could have. Ah, they, yeah. It's it just really a shame, about, well, shame about Peter. It really is. They don't really care. They only care about Peter. You could, even when she overheard, like, will she cooperate without him? It's like they only care about him because they know she won't do anything without him. Yeah. I can see Gail kind of being pushed into the background now as like this, as like this freedom fighter guy. She seems to care about Peter a lot more than she cares about Gail. Well, that you might only be saying that because she spends more time with him when they're like yeah, in the game. I think so. And yeah. I think if you swap Peter and Gail in terms of Gail's in the games and Peter's outside, she's falling in love. Of course, yeah, with Gail. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. That's sometimes how life falls, isn't it? It's, it is positioning. True. Could have been you if you didn't move across the world or whatever. You share a certain experience with someone and so it... Brings you closer. Yeah. Tell us, Tyler, you did some research about some quarter yeah. quell things. So I thought, yeah, the quarter quell was a pretty cool idea. So I wanted to look back into like the kind of history and find out more about what they'd done for the previous quarter quells. And I also stumbled across a couple of like fan ideas for like what they could do for if future quarter quells ever happened or whatever. So what, tell us the previous ones. So the previous ones, the 50th Hunger Games, the second quarter quell, was actually the Hunger Games that Hamish won. And there were, the kind of twist for that year was that there were double the tributes. There were four tributes from each district. district. That would have been packed. 48 yeah. in, a, in a ring. I wonder what the arena was for that. It had yeah. to be pretty big, probably. That would have been so packed. But the start would have been intense. <sighs> four, 50 <laughs> people all charging. Or imagine if like, they did two different cornucopias. Ooh, Ooh I like that. If if in that everything's year, just doubled. Yeah, in that year there were double, two cornucopias. So there's a group of people on one side of the arena, and then two people, two, and then another group of twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. Another group of twenty-four. So one group of twenty-four on one side, another group of twenty-four on the other side. And are they like how the district split? 
within those 24? I would say just two. Two from each. Just like a classic game. Yeah, two two on one side, two on the other side. And then over the time, they will kind of mix. Yeah. Oh, that would be sick. It'd be hard to film, though, for like Mm. the people who are choosing the camera shots. Maybe they they stagger the start. They do one. Oh, a stagger start is hard. Yeah. Oh, that's difficult. But you make the arena big enough where it's like it won't impact. It won't impact each other. Too much, yeah. So in Haymitch's games, when it came down to the last few tributes, he teamed up with another girl from 12. She died, and then it was him and a girl from District 1. And, he, and he'd found out earlier in the games that it was kind of like in Catching Fire. There's like a force field around the edge, but it's not like charged. And objects can bounce off it. Oh, I so, remember this. And she threw something, isn't it? And it, like an axe bounced back at her. Yeah. So he didn't even win. Well, he, did he didn't win. kill her. She lost more than he won. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. He dodged her axe throw and it bounced back at her. And that saved his life and mainly was bathed in riches. How do we know this? Is this in one in the book? It's in the book. book. It's the second one, yeah. The second book. Yeah. And then the first quarter quell was, this one's awful, really awful. Each of the districts had to vote in their tributes for that year. You didn't give me bread yesterday. (laughs) I'm voting your son in there. I'm not even voting you, I'm voting your son. I'm voting your son into the quarter quell (laughs) next week. As soon as they announce it, everyone's so nice to each other. You could probably trade. Who's your favourite child? Interesting. (laughs) There'd probably be like a thing where you'd like, an economy would build up where you could be like, okay, I'll vote. You can vote for my son if you do this for me. Oh, can oh, you imagine? Or you cannot vote for my son if yeah, I do this for yeah, you. Also, bro. that yeah. <laughs> you can. I'll let you vote for my son if. I was. What the heck? I was thinking if. Um, I was thinking, what if black market kind of strategy kind of came about, like under the wraps, where everyone just had, was assigned someone to vote, and so everyone only had one vote. But I'd imagine it's the whole, everyone's voting, not just the people in the reaping. So there'd be too many people to, for everyone to only get one. No, but you could like, as it, there just has to be an even number of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's like odd number of people, then it's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. That but, one's terrifying though, because the person who wins, when they come back to their district, they're coming back angry. Yeah, you voted me in. You, I don't like any of you. This is probably what they they wanted though. They were like create discourse, create discord, discord. Sorry, <laughs> discourse <laughs> probably did generate discourse as well. So what were the yeah some of the fan some ideas? These additional are interesting. fan ideas. One is every tribute must be a volunteer. Every tribute, as in everyone who goes into the games has to volunteer to go into the game. Oh, okay. If there are no volunteers after one minute, a name is drawn as normal, and that person is executed in like, oh. the town square immediately in oh. front of everyone. And you're not allowed to volunteer at the last second after a name is drawn to save them or yourself. Repeat until somebody volunteers. <laughs> Repeat? Yeah, just keep you keep drawing names until someone says, all right, I'll do it. That, that's actually a great one. That's crazy. That is a great one. I thought you were going to say, draw them, kill them, and then that's it for that district. But no. This one, I don't really... You have to, there has to be a tribute. There has to be a volunteer. Or a, a volunteer. volunteer. And or, you can't volunteer. Or all the kids die. And what is it? You can't volunteer <laughs> once someone has been picked yeah so say they say they say oh jabu and i'm like oh no like i just jabu can't die i volunteer i can't do that jabu dies i need to volunteer before you then the minute after jabu Jabu dies dies, the minute the minute restarts you get a minute again be there for days that's tough everyone just getting sliced go on next one i don't really get this one but maybe you guys can help me out i'll just read it as it as it as it's written there are no volunteers each person drawn has the option to decline to play in the games. If they opt out, 
two other people are drawn in their place who may opt out in the same manner. This means if enough people are selfish, the number of tributes of a gender from each district can quickly balloon from one to two to four to eight to 16, etc. I don't get, because then it's just like, if you opt out, you just don't do it. And then well, I don't know. But then two people have to do it. And if they say no, then four people oh, have to do it. Oh, if you opt out, they now draw two names instead yeah. of, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and then if they opt out, eight people oh, have to go. Oh, if they opt out, two people are drawn in their place. I see. All right, all right. If you opt out, so another two are going. If you're the first one and you opt out, now two people have to go in, and that's on you. If the two opt out, we're now picking four. Or what if one of the two opt out? Yeah, I don't. I think you you have to choose together. They probably draw two more for every person that opts out. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that, that would be my assumption. And then, but that's just going to be infinite. <laughs> well, I guess when they get to the end, everyone, there's, there's no more names in. Everyone has to now go in. Everyone says picked has to go in. <laughs> that's a huge that's arena. What, that's probably what you just would... some cleansing of the district. <laughs> that half half. That that's, pro- that's actually works against the capital though, because it's like, oh, that's our fishing district gone. That's the, what I was the, gonna say. That they're probably, an aging population. Mm, what now? That probably wouldn't. <laughs> it would probably it would probably it would probably end up being that everyone would end up going in because everyone would opt out. But the people, all the people who opted out, don't have to go in. It's when there's no more people to draw. Oh, and then you've got those 16 people. You've got half. Oh, that, that 50. It would be 264 half. people or whatever it is. Oh, that's rough. I still think the one previously is, the execution one is my favourite so far. Okay, okay. But imagine if you're that first person to get drawn and you opt out. Oh, As selfish. It could have just been you. Everyone now hates everyone's you. in there. And everyone hates you as well. Yeah. Oh, you sent my son to his death. Like, Because you couldn't just... That's quite a good life. And it's not just you t- sent my son to the death. You sent 50 other people. That was yeah. All on you. All right, you ready? Go on. All boys and girls of a district are mixed into a single reaping bowl. So there's not a boy's girl and a, and a, girl's, bo- a girl's bowl. There's just one bowl. Draw names until at least one boy and one girl appear. If a district has the bad luck of 10 girls being drawn before the first boy, then that district has 11 tributes in the game. So if we all three of us get drawn, you have to continue drawing until you draw a girl. And then all of the boys uh, get drawn <laughs> and that girl go in. Yeah, that's yeah, similar... But so they'd also, have to rotate between the districts for one. I think when you have start having these type of things where there's more, it potentially becomes disadvantageous, as you said, to the capital because yeah. you just lose all fishing. Yeah. All coal mining is just done. Yeah. Yeah, because you have a, a generation gap. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be a whole load of people gone. But then how do volunteers work in that one? Like if someone volunteers, if a boy volunteers immediately, are you done? I think it's okay. If there's just loads of girls getting pits and the guy's just like, I need to stop this madness or vice versa or whatever. No one's going to be that guy to step up there because there's always the odds that you it's might probably you, prob- you probably won't get picked. So who wants to then put their life on the line? Yeah. I'll and just let, everyone's thinking, let all of Everyone's them. thinking, oh, it's terrible. Your little sister's there though and those oh. names are getting drawn and it's more and more likely that it's going to be your sister. You're like, okay, I'll just do it. Should we do one more? Go on. The games are decided in a series of randomly selected one-on-one combats in a very small arena. The first 12 combats are the two from each district. So it's a, it's a duel. They put each district against each other and then they do it like a round of 16 or whatever it would be. Round of like a quarterfinal. So they, it's not about how it's drawn. It's about how it's played. So all of the other ones we were talking about the reaping within the district before the games even start. Oh yeah, but this one's actually about how the game is played, yeah, yeah, yeah. not how the th- the people are decided. And actually, all the quarter quells are, are about how the people are decided. Yeah. So maybe this wouldn't this wouldn't feature. 
I don't know what the rules are. A tournaments would be cool. But that's basically what this is, yeah. Uh, torn- yeah. You do. You just draw random, like it's like That'd be knockout cool, stage actually. kind of thing. A tournament style would be quite cool. The final, and they could have like. And, and the, are you watching the final tonight? And maybe the the the. Um, they could have like people come to the matches, and they could sell tickets. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say, what if you were placed in a, a quite a big arena? So the tournament went on for like eight hours. So it could go on for eight hours. Like you were put on one side of the map, someone was put on the other side of the map, and it was about tracking the other person, and then trying to find them oh my and each one goes on each one goes on for like eight hours and it's like a series over like a month or something. exactly because the games like, like the world cup the games is like overnight isn't it like it, it's a like a 24 hour streaming i'm assuming what normal games yeah just a normal i think they can be like a few days like up to a week but i mean like as a watcher you can just turn on anytime 1 a.m oh i can... think i think there's like a live stream yeah i'd assume so i assume so yeah. so this one is more like eight hours okay for this six hours or four hours we've got the first the first uh, yeah. group stage game then that kind of thing group stage or no- group knockout stage. game or yeah. whatever the first one on one yeah maybe what they would do is they would film a day and then as the tributes are sleeping uh, they would cut together that day and play it that evening so like nah love, it's gotta be live like Love Island like Love Island yeah. it's gotta be live I think I think I think live is yeah and then maybe there's like news flashes about oh if you're because you can't always be watching it, yeah, but you see at work, they just kind of have it on. Oh, playing. this person died, so maybe they have news flashes. If you're not watching it, just be like, Oh, this person died, this person died. All right, two two more really quick ones because I just see <laughs> two really good ones. Okay, each district is forced to have their own mini Hunger Games first, and then the the winners, the the winners of those, so they have they have a boys' Hunger Games and a girls' Hunger Games, and the winners of those go on to the Every ultimate time. game. Oh, but then they wipe out everyone now, yeah, yeah, 12 times the bloodshed, even better for the capital. Worse for the capital. Yeah, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Another one is each tribute that's picked has to select someone else to go into the games with them. That means twice as many children added drama of selecting enemies, friends to go in. Would you select an enemy to go in with you or would you you select a friend? That that would be rough. Imagine it. I I think I prefer it more if it was like they pick one person and then that person has to pick someone of the opposite gender as opposed to there being double. So there's still only two from each district, but one of the people had to choose the other person because it creates, di- again, like, Discord. are they going to be together? Are they going to be friends, not friends, that kind of thing? Yeah, I guess it's yeah, the same thing just with the half the people. Yeah. It's rough, man. That's, that is rough. These are all really, like, it's with, really in the spirit of the games, like trying to make it as bad as possible for the district. Yeah. Mm. It's awful. While still, like, kind of entertaining. Yeah. Like capital. For the likes of us. For the likes of us. What would you give this film? I don't think it's as good as the first one, personally. What did you give the first one? I think I gave it a 7 or an 8. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it averaged up to about 7.8. So I must have given it a 7. I'm going to give this one like a 6. Oh! 6.5 to 7. That's rough. Yeah. I have a feeling that I'm going to like the next ones a lot. But this is a good lead up to that for me. Interesting. Six and a half, seven. I enjoyed it. That's like... It's all right. Five is average. As we always say. As we always say. Can't forget that five is average. As we always say. Right, what about you guys? I'm going 7.7, So that's worse for you than the first one as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I do really like this one. But like I said at the start, at the top of the pod, it's just the first one is the idea in yeah. its rawest form and that's what it's meant to be but it's still really good and I really like it I'd argue I even prefer the plot for the reasons we kind of discussed the political yeah. stuff and 
Yeah. It's like I've, I've, I think I'm in a similar boat. I think I'd probably give it like a 7.4 maybe. But I, I think the storyline is so well thought out and the, the natural progression of the first one, I think, progresses really nicely. Uh, yeah, I agree with what you're both saying. And I think it's like I said earlier, this one's definitely a, okay, now we're going into the next part of the story, whereas the first one's like a story in and of itself. Yeah. So it's a really good, uh, yeah. I feel like with these films, once you start on the journey of watching the first one, you kind of just have to, have to see it through, see it through to the last one. I don't like that they. I hate the part one and two of the final thing. It well, finishes. I think part one finished Well, I think it finishes at a good point. Before we wrap up quickly, what was your favourite moment from this movie? Oh, that's a good question. I thought it was quite a tender moment when Peter was showing him the medallion, showing Katniss the oh, medallion of nice. this. And she seemed to really appreciate it. Uh, well, something I really liked about this movie was the genuine emotion that Katniss showed towards Peter. Like, she obviously really likes him as much. Because at the start of the movie, the whole thing is, I don't really care about him. And then indifferent. Throughout, indifferent, as Snow said. And then throughout, she definitely, there's a, the bond really grows. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think for me, when they were really strategizing, uh, <laughs> Petro, uh, <laughs> Petri. <laughs> Plutarch. <laughs> Plutarch. When Plutarch and Snow were really strategizing on what they were going to do with Katniss, basically. But yeah, with the moves and the counter moves, I think. and To quash the rebellion. Yeah, to really. The rebellion from building. All of that kind of stuff, where it's just like, uh, sh what dress is she going to wear? Killings. What the, what cakes are going to be like? Executions. What What's the wedding going to look like? Floggings. I think just that whole strategizing on like what they're going to do for the against the rebellion against Katniss all that stuff I think it it's, it's kind of chilling because you don't think like I'm thinking as like maybe if I was like someone in the one of the districts you don't think that they're just out here like plotting almost like the media but they are like you see it in history and what's the word on um, propaganda and all this stuff like it's all thoroughly pl like plotted mm. and thought out but it is it's a bit chilling when you really kind of see yeah. it like that and you think of the wider like these two people are plotting out what they're going to do for millions of people so crazy yeah the high politics scary stuff man decisions made between like a couple of people Affecting influencing billions billions of people and yourself mine i think is the when Katniss is doing her interview and she does the dress change and then she's the the Mockingjay thing, that is really like, whoa, like <laughs> the rebellion is real at that point. It becomes like, that's an open act of defiance on TV. And I think Sinner kind of knows like what's I coming for so. him as well, but he believes in the cause as well. So and he knows Katniss is the one. So He's willing to lay down his life. Yeah, that's... That's pretty amazing. Also, the I remember watch like when I first watched like these movies, I didn't really like really take in what that meant. I was like, oh yeah, it's cool. Like she's just changed her dress. <laughs> oh, I think like, I'm the same. Mocking Jay. Yeah. But like watching it today, I haven't watched it for years. But watching it today, I was like, oh wow, like the rebellion has begun, kind of thing. And it was really like a big moment. And even could... the hanging when she hung the dummy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. wrote Seneca Crane. Seneca Crane, as in your predecessor to Plutarch look what they did to him he died because he messed up you're gonna mess up and then you're I think that was also really like powerful powerful where it's like he, she she could have done something about oh down with the capital or whatever but it was very specific to you like you're just another one you you specifically no one else it's just you yeah I think it's very that was before she knew Plutarch was on her side ah bet you regret that now <laughs> Probably not, to be honest. Probably not. She's just all <laughs> over the place. She's crazy. She? she is. 
Yeah. Good though, good. Much better acting in this one for me as well. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Yeah. I'm still enjoying the format as well. Watch while recording. Same. Yeah, we're interested to With part one and two. Are we just gonna let's watch two films <laughs> back to back and let's then record in the middle of one? And <laughs> let's rough. talk about it. Maybe we'll watch the whole one. Record. Watch the whole yeah. one and record. We'll we have just to, do it in a mega session. We'll have to like wipe out one of our Saturdays or something. Yeah. Or we'll split it into two different recording sessions. Something like that. Let's talk about it. Oh. All right. For now, though, that's catching fire done. We look forward to coming back from Mockingjay. Part one and two. Part one and two. Double header. And then we've got the next uh, Friday. Next Friday, Ballad next of Song Friday. That's going to be exciting. We're going to be in the mood for it after this. Yeah, after we're really yeah, proper ready for excited. That'd <laughs> be good. I kind of want to read the Mockingjay now for the next few days. Yeah. Track it off. All right. Cheers, guys. See you later. Catch you later, mate.